everybody, it's Justin, and who else is here? Sarah. Tiana. And uh, this is Mayday. This is the first episode of season two of The Handmaid's Tale. It has happened. We've watched it. We've seen it. And by now it was debuted, and you have seen it. Because we couldn't talk to you about it otherwise. <laughs> and oh my awesome. God, so excited to talk about it. Right? It's huge. Um, so let's give a brief overall. Let's give an overall assessment of episode one, season two. Was not disappointed. No. Definitely didn't see certain things coming. No. And even if I did, I still enjoyed them. Certain things like what? You can actually say them now. Oh, right. So the big twist thing, the hanging scene in the mm. beginning. Came out I, swinging on that, didn't they? Yeah. They, so to speak. They, they, I really didn't mean that to be like that. They certainly did. That was well done. <laughs> I appreciate that. And talking over it with Tiana, it makes sense that they didn't end up killing the handmaids because, of course, you can't. But I mean, it, they can. They they are crazy. They are, but I just thought it was unlikely that they would wipe out that whole, like, small area's supply of fertile women. True. But I really thought it was going to go down. I knew June would live. The whole time I'm thinking, well, June has to live. Like, she right. has to. This is her show. They say anybody can die, but mm, it's almost never true. I find that hard to believe. I think she's the Rick of, um, of I the Handmaid's Tale. I was going to say Walking Dead yeah. proves that. Um, oh, that's funny. But yeah, there were other scenes that I thought were just super interesting in a cool way, like the questioning scene with Hannah mm. and uh, June and the the hospital worker. The yeah. Nurse. That was so, She was so the doctor, cool. I think. Well, she, no, cool. she was the nurse. You're yeah. right. Sure yeah, was. just the whole thing surrounding Hannah's absence from school and then being taken to the hospital, yeah. all of that. Just all those little things that were leading up to the bigger things. You're yeah. like, okay. And just kind of seeing how all that plays out in a mm-hmm. more kind of little way was, was cool. It was really cool. June's interaction with Serena Joy was pretty interesting. It, now that she kind of has the power and the things that she has the nerve to say to Serena Joy was cool. Yeah, she clearly gives way fewer fucks. I know, and it's, it's fun to see how that plays really out. Really neat. Her she get well. She can do that to Serena. Yeah. She cannot, however, do that to Aunt Lydia, because that does not go over very well. That's true. Well, yeah. Aunt, Aunt Lydia, she's got some pulls. Also Isn't stopped, that weird? Has also she has stopped. like all this power over Serena right now, and Serena still has power over Aunt Lydia, but she doesn't have power over Aunt Lydia. No. It's so weird. Aunt Lydia, it's an unbalanced I think, triangle. I think if anybody's giving less fucks. Definitely it's for Lydia. sure Aunt Lydia. Yeah, that's true. Well, if there's any more fun character to watch get unhinged, oh, man. Oh, yeah. it's her. She's yeah. sure. neat. That's pretty enjoyable. So that was awesome. Especially knowing what a sweet woman that actress is. I know. <laughs> I know. It's even awesome. better. She's so great. Anything else that surprised you? Um, Looking back through your notes. The, the When they're back at what I think is the Red Center, yeah. where they all go, um, once they started taking handmaids back into the kitchen, that surprised oh, me. man. I know. I was like, what horribleness are they going to do back there that's clearly going to be in view of the other handmaids? Because why else would they make them stand and but stare at really. the kitchen window like that? But right? they couldn't really see it. They could see her back. They couldn't really see what was happening. I mean, you knew what was happening. I think, but they, you still... saw her, I think they saw them chain her to the stove. I so. thought so, too. Uh, but I don't think you can really. I mean, because they're she's blocking what they're actually doing. I mean, you probably in your head know what they're doing, but yeah. you're still there's still I'm that sh- element. I'm of, sure they knew in their noses well, what they're doing. Oh, Wah, thanks for that. that. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sure, that I'm went well with whatever soup they had June eating at, oh. the, at the table. Oh god! Wow, and she mm, kept eating that soup. She sure did. Damn, I noticed that. Well, yeah, she had kind of was l- very determined. <laughs> lost all her leverage at that point. I would say. You don't think. Aunt she Lydia overplayed her hand for half a bowl. Mm. She did overplay her hand, though. For I mean, sure. she could have played the pregnancy sure. nausea card. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I couldn't eat soup. 
So overall, we're pleased. Couldn't eat it. Yes. I was a little overall, worried. I was a little worried. Very, and we pleased. very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Very pleased. We talked about I was having a little apprehensiveness about. Sure. Same. Whether what I remembered from season one was not real, like as good as I know the show is, like you're always like, is it really, right. is it really that good? <laughs> Have I built it up in my mind? I don't know. Maybe well, I'm wrong. And anytime you go off book. Right. You know. And then I think they did a really good job. Um, and again, we talked about it before when we talked about our super non-spoiler oh, man. <laughs> discussion so about hard. this. It was like... that I really liked that they gave us everybody that you pretty much wanted to see, mm-hmm. for the most part, that's in Gilead that you could see. Yeah. And brought them that's all into the good, first yeah. episode and got that out of the way so you weren't, I don't know, for me that just helped further the story along of spending more time figuring out mm-hmm. how and when and if she's going to get out of Gilead. So I thought that was a good creative choice on their part yeah agree so. i definitely there were characters we didn't see in the first episode that like i really wanted to see but yes. you know i think they covered a lot of ground they really just packed a ton of information into that one episode yeah when i got done with it i was like have two hours passed right. i feel like i just got so much information that I could not possibly have been only one hour but man it was a lot of stuff so yeah i mean there was so many big intense moments in that episode that it did feel like you watched it for a lot longer than you, right. than you really did, it right? Was, it was like a long emotional journey for only one hour. Right. It is. It's <laughs> a very They messed long with your journey. head for a full hour. Oh, yeah. I talked about pacing. Yes. Yeah, and how well paced it was. Yes, it was very well paced. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, kudos that. to the editors. That was, it was mm-hmm. really, right? really well put yeah, together. For mm-hmm. sure. All right, so let's get into the uh, deep dive here, if you will. Um, we come right out of the gate, kind of where we thought we were going to come. Um, which is in the van, the mystery van. Yeah. The mystery machine, as I'm not allowed to call it. Yeah, that's um, weird. Because we don't know where we're going. Scooby wouldn't survive in Gilead. Boy, oh boy. Nope. No snacks there. No, no snacks. No, no, no Scooby, Scooby snacks. <laughs> Although I, I still contend that we need one. We need a Handmaid's Tale Scooby-Doo mashup. I it's mean, just weird. You gotta let it course. go, dude. Let it go. What? Why? I mean, if, if the Harlem Globetrotters can mash up with Scooby-Doo, I think we can get a... Handmaid's Tale mashup. Really? What? Sonny and Cher did one. It's bizarre how many people have done one. They just did one with Supernatural. Mm. Fine. I'll drop it. Anywho. So, moving on. So, it, um, did anything did anything pique your interest in this particular scene? The van scene? In the van? Not specifically that scene, no. When she shows up to be hanged, that scene Yeah, as soon as cool. they open the doors... That was yeah. awesome. That whole scene was really just beautifully done. I was telling you guys before we started recording, or maybe after we started recording, that this woman's work was playing, and I thought that was kind of cool. And I've mentioned how they play like slower songs mm-hmm. at more dramatic moments, like when the coffee mm-hmm. shop is being shot up in first in season right. one, playing Blondie, right? The remix, and then it's like the slow version of just the like the of the voice of how they play that and I thought that was super cool and they did it again with this woman's work when she was about to be hanged and I just thought it was a cool choice and it created a neat tone because the show is a lot about tone as most shows mm-hmm. are but especially shows of this depth and weight there's there's just it just played out really well um, the one thing I did find interesting so the first really cool part I thought was when she's sitting there and she doesn't really know where she's going or where she's at and they stop the van and, like, all of a sudden all you hear is, like, the dogs barking and, like, yeah. the, the noises of all the people around. 
And like with the music playing, uh, I wrote down and it sounded like some sort of really horrific Pink Floyd song, like something yeah. like an outtake from Dark Side of the Moon, where all of a sudden just bizarro crap was happening all around you and is about to go into something else. But I thought that was really cool. Um, it was cool that it was at Fenway Park in like a stadium right? atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that they was cool. they did a really it was good a really job bizarre of not... new use for old things. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and I I thought it was funny that the John Hancock sign was still up there in left field. <laughs> this hanging brought to you by. John um, Liberty Mutual. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not hey, get that soon. Gilead, Gilead has to have sponsorships too. <laughs> right? They got to make money. I mean, they can't. It, w- it would be really tough to do like a Coke product placement, but that's a way they could manage it. Well, Coke's based in Atlanta, so they got to they got to get down farther. But it's cool to see those like major landmarky type things yeah, to remind reused. you. Yeah, yeah, to remind you of like what the world used to be and how we used to enjoy things like baseball and yeah. now it's where we hang yeah. people and it's just yeah. cool. And I think we talked about last season a couple of times that it, sometimes it's really easy to feel like you're watching something about early puritans in the US or something like that because everything is so ingrained and everything is so thoroughly thought out before you see mm-hmm. it and the processes are clearly just part of society and woven into everything that everybody does um but then you see something like that or you see like that one scene where fred had a laptop in season uh-huh. one and you're like oh yeah that's right, right now well and i, I made the, i made a note about the even the hangman's gallows so they had them but they had automatic yeah lifters yeah. on the on the platforms <laughs> power so I, yeah power so it was like it's you know it's this combination of everything else there also, which is like does somebody make power gallows now? Is that a thing? Because I, uh, <laughs> Or is this just what engineers have been driven to do in Gilead? Well, I guess right? if they're going to use technology for something in Gilead, it would that would, you so know, they're into executing females. They're into yeah, probably. punishment. Yeah. Um the other thing I said is that the whole thing reminded me of very much like even her in the the back of the truck. And this comes up kind of throughout the first few uh episodes, I think, that it was very much her being in the truck, them all getting out, uh, very much like cattle being led yes. to slaughter. Mm-hmm. Even going up the big chute mm-hmm. that they had yeah, made of wood to go out like into a, the, yeah. you know. And so that was really interesting of having that kind of metaphor for the yeah, handmaid. I'm sure that was not an accident. Right, no, yeah. not at all. But yeah, I thought Fenway Park was super awesome. Yeah. Like, I watched it and I was like, oh. Yeah. And then yeah. Aunt Lydia just strolling through the outfield with the microphone. Like and a, you're like, like a baller, right? <laughs> She's like, oh, we're not going to stone anyone, are we? Hmm, it's interesting. It's quite a leap from the stoning, right? True. Yeah, we dial. We could dial it up to <laughs> like, eleven. Let's bring up the efficiency a notch here. Right. Oh, I, I see you're not stoning. I raise you, <laughs> fake hanging in Fenway Park. <laughs> so yeah, I thought the Kate Bush, the this woman's work was a, a awesome choice. Um, I tend I tend to agree with most of their musical choices. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's very interesting to me to read online the varying opinions of their music I love choices. It. I, sometimes I, I am like genuinely it. shocked by what they chose, and like the longer the scene goes on with the song, I'm like, yeah, I totally dig this. This is completely right. There's only been one time where I haven't appreciated the song choice, and we all remember that. But other than that, I think it's been fantastic, incredibly. I well thought done. it was great. Didn't enjoy it. I thought it was a little yeah. cliche. It was a little but tart. it was an okay time to be cliche. I know, but I was very... There, there are times when it is good. I was very aware of it in a bad way. But we don't have to relive that. Okay. That was last season. But 
Agree to disagree. <laughs> I did also make a note. It's funny to read back some things you take your notes on when you're watching this. I wrote that uh, when Aunt Lydia starts walking across the like, oh, it's like some bizarro version of Field of Dreams. It's like horrible. <laughs> the lighting was very right? Field of Dreams-esque in that, in that moment. Yeah. It was Baseball. like slightly misty through the stadium lights. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I was like, here she comes. Oh, this is going to be terrible. So then we get our first flashback. Um, well, Aunt Lydia does do her very lengthy... Uh, this is your voiceover, yeah. basically saying that bad girls shouldn't do that anymore. And that is his love. And that is his love. Punishment. All right. So the flashback we have June, Luke, and Hannah. Uh, normal morning routine. So I think this was fairly, you know, I think it's supposed to get you back into the, oh, we used to live normal lives way back yeah. when. Also, okay. remember, she used to have a family. Right. Yes. We are reminded of that. And, uh, uh, okay, so uh, uh, trying to figure out at what point this part of the whole process is. So it's clearly before the takeover. Yeah, but this this was a moment where I really wanted to know at what point in time because is this happening? Yeah, because like clearly stuff is effed up because that nurse was crazy. Right, but that was after. But at this it point, was the same day, but later right. in the day you this, learn it later. But she so, talks like, about having to. She talks about having to get the, his, his signature. His permission for birth control. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Although I was really thinking, like, that doesn't feel very made up. That totally feels like something that I wouldn't be shocked if some states were doing today. No. Yeah. I don't uh, think so. Because he seemed genuinely surprised that it was on there. I think you're really underestimating how hard some states I make it to get birth real. control. Not Boston. Not in 2017 or whatever. Yes, it's not to be. Boston. But no, I don't think so. I think mm. that was a early. I think that was an early Gilead, Gilead thing, thing. But yeah. I was oh, yeah. struck by how close that seemed well that's how it happens in those gradual stages gradual which is which is another thing that happens quite a few times throughout this episode in the flashback it's just those subtle little moments where you're like this is wrong yeah but not right away which is scary and that's what i liked well and they seem you know acclimated to it yeah so apparently it's been slowly creeping in for a while well and when well i don't want to jump ahead but when hannah goes to the hospital Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. There's some interesting no. things there. I think every every parent watching that is like, nope, 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 nope. nope. not at all. Um, the only other thing I thought about that scene was the. Now, granted, we know obviously a lot more than they know, um, because we've seen their right. lives play out. But when she's talking about, I don't have to go on the birth control. <laughs> Everybody, I think, watching at home is like, go on the birth control. Yeah, do do not, not get the birth control. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone's just like screaming at their television. And OT Fag Benley just like has his shirt open. Why is it open? Is he is he's he warm? Because he's at is home. Is that just what you do at home? Just... I mean, are you complaining? Nope. Yeah. I just thought it was on purpose. I noticed it. I was like, okay. Well, everything's on purpose. I know. It's television. All right. Okay. I got these guys. Bruce, he writes that stuff. <laughs> Bruce says. Bruce knows. Bruce goes, you know what? OT, no shirt today. But then OT says, come on, Bruce, no shirt. And he goes, fine, shirt, unbuttoned. Right, just all the way open. Deal. Just a strong breeze coming from yeah. nowhere. And I was impressed of when they're kissing goodbye that he was getting quite a handful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, in the doorway. Were... Yes. yes. <laughs> I was like, oh. Like, I always imagine that, like, as an like as actors. And I don't know why that's any different than a sex scene. But he was, like, really going for it there. And I was like, I imagine there had to be a little conversation beforehand as you know before you're supposed to play out the scene 
Like, how much are we really going for this? And she's probably like, just go for it. Like, you would go for it. He's like, okay. I mean, you probably get direction about that. I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things that maybe it was one of those things where it's like, no, 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 no. You're, you're, you guys you. are in love. I need you to really right, like. You're right. talking about having another baby. Right, exactly. Like, get a three, you need to be excited like about eight eight it. And, a half. and then Hannah's outside the door, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, yep, that's totally true. Yep. That's All right. So then, one of our favorite scenes Handmaids in the Rain. Da, 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 da. And this, uh, this is one of the few things I will say that I think we predicted correctly as to what the actual shot was when yeah, we were trying to totally. figure out. There was a lot of things that we got wrong, which I figured we would. But I was kind of impressed at how many things that we were like thought we had a mm-hmm. fairly clean, clean grasp on, and then when they were like, "Nope," yep, it's like, well, "Fine, Hulu, just make us look stupid." It was nice. I was, you know, I'm always happy to actually be, be. surprised by a show. It happens fairly rarely, so yeah. I was pretty excited when it does. So, what did we think of Handmaids in the Rain? <laughs> I think that's a terrible name for that scene. Um. Yeah, I mean, that seems exactly like the kind of torturous punishment that Aunt Lydia would uh, would cook up. Um, you know, the slow, you probably get down, you probably get that, get down there thinking like, I can do this. It was totally worth saving her life. I can, I can handle this. And like hours and hours later in the freezing rain no. and your arm is going to fall off. Five minutes and your arm is like, um, excuse me. Well, and they're kneeling on bricks. No. I'm pretty the sure there were awful. no knee pads involved. I mean, I hope the actresses had knee pads, but, uh, you, uh, you know. I don't know. Handmaids don't some method pads. acting going on there? Yeah. You really want to, you know, feel yeah. it. It was beautifully shot, though. And then they walk in, and it seems like they're out there all day uh-huh. and well into the evening, because it looks dark outside when they finally come in. And do you think they spare the cattle prod in the rain? Nay. Yeah. That, yeah. Just, I remember just... I saw that, and I thought, like, does that, like, extra shock you all over because you're there in drenched clothing? Like, oh, how does that yeah. work? That would be awful. I, mean, I don't. I don't know if that happens. You but... gotta. I guess they gotta dial Ooh. it down to like low. But I guess it doesn't matter when you're soaking wet and you're getting a cattle. Do you just get it like everywhere? Oh, I don't it's understand. All oh. It's all bad. Uh, so she gives this whole like freedom from freedom to speech. That was very interesting. Well, and we heard parts of that mm-hmm. in season one. It made sense that she would think that, and that's the way that she would frame her beliefs. Yeah, you know. So when she says it, you're like, yeah. You would think that. That seems logical for you. <laughs> logical for, you. for your screwed up thinking. But then, <laughs> but then, ba 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 ba, she finally gets the word. There's a pregnant handmaid amongst us, and then and it's co- super creepy. And and Alfred gets to get out of the rain and go inside. Yeah. Good times. And then, oh, not before they all have to chant, "Pray." What is it? Praise be His mercy. Yeah. Um, oh, out in geez. the rain. And they did not do it emphatically enough for Aunt Lydia, so they had to like chant it like a hundred times, which is totally like goes back to when we were talking to her on the phone, and uh, she talked about the Catholic school teacher, which is totally like in my head just seems like a total like Catholic school teacher like coaching basketball mm-hmm. or coaching cheerleading or something. Mm-hmm. Come on, Pre-game. girls! Yeah, this is yeah. not how you say it. Yeah, did I? I don't know if I told you guys that the the phrase "praise be" has been completely ruined for me oh. by this show. Now every time somebody says it. In all earnestness, I am super creeped out. Yeah, when was the last time a very said that a very you? sweet little old lady said it near me the other day at the store, just in conversation to did somebody you, else, and you, I just kind of was like, "Ugh." Did you run the other way? No, but you know, if she had been coming at me, I might have. I would have been like the power of she Christ. She was crazy being you. me. I might have left real quick. <laughs> like, nope. No, it was just super weird. Yeah, 
I've never had anyone say that to me. I think you just never noticed before. No. I think you just never noticed. Sarah, has anyone said the words praise be to you ever? You never no. heard anybody say praise be when they get like good heartwarming. Now, there were some no. go in pieces. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Go in peace. Like, I've heard. Peace be with you. Peace mm-hmm. be with you. Yeah. And also with you. Yes. Um, but they changed it now. It's not an also with you in the Catholic Church anymore. They say something else and it's, um, I forgot what it was, but I said an also with you and felt like a dum-dum when I was at church last year because I hadn't been to church in clearly many years. <laughs> and I went to a very devout group. They said, peace be with you. And then whatever they followed it with. And I was like, and also with you. And it was weird. Did they look at you like you were crazy? Yeah. And like this person hasn't been to church clearly in years. Right. That's a like, test. That's a total <laughs> test, right? It's a test. And they were they like, gotcha. after like a month, they look around and go, okay, everybody. This <laughs> sure looks like the normal crew. Now. This is what we're going to do. Right. And it was Easter. So I'm sure there was a lot of other oh, people. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you weren't. I feel like that was planned the week before. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, this week, we're not going to do an also with you. Okay. Just to mess with them. Just to mess with them. Because you know they're going to be here. We need to the make C&E them feel people. bad. That's what my grandma used to call Guilt them into coming more The C&E often. Christians. Uh-huh. Uh, C&E. Christmas me. and Easter. Yeah. No, I got it. She's always said you don't want to be one, so now I'm not one of those either. <laughs> Just gone, not at all. I don't think that's what she meant. Yeah. No, not what she meant, but Probably sometimes not. the things you mean, you mean the things you say have different meanings. So, we get a head on into the Red Center to the uh, cafeteria that's about to be used for Many nefarious means. So now we have the showdown between Aunt Lydia and June, or Offred, I guess, depending on how you want to look at her at this point. Um, this was a very interesting, right? So I would have thought, I don't know what she was thinking. Like, Offred. June or Offred? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, again, it's hard because we know more than she knows, but she was clearly overplaying her hand, especially when she's back with them. Like, I would think if you stoned them, then you were, like, thinking you were going to escape, but then you ended up right back there. Maybe you weren't going to be, like, so, like... Cavalier. Cavalier yeah. about everything, sitting there and not eating uh, yeah. your soup. Yeah, I mean, my thought was just that they're just going to punish all the other handmaids so much more if you're a dick about it, so... And she totally was. So then she was yeah. like, oh, oh, that's how we're going to play. So then we go to get down to the handmaid dungeon. I know. Oh, man. Boy. I definitely didn't see that coming. Of Wyatt has a bad... Yeah. And they did, did they say what she did? Oh, she tried to, she, she drank she drain cleaner. Yeah, she drank bleach or drain cleaner or yeah. something. And you see it too. You can see that. Oh, her that's mouth why her mouth. Okay. I was yeah. like wondering why. I was like, I didn't know why her face was like that. Makes I sense. Don't think it was like seeing a feral animal. I did take an inventory mm-hmm. of her room. If anyone would like to know. I just yeah. remember a little. Here we go. Here's the inventory of, uh, of Wyatt's room. Let me get it here. One bed, one nightstand, one rocking chair. And one janky treadmill that was off there over to the side. Oh, I didn't see the treadmill. Nobody noticed. That's right. Because it's like one of those, uh, It's I think it was like a manual one. Like it was just like a little. Oh, just an incline. Yeah. Yeah. So just a little manual Probably. incline treadmill. Probably. So, you know. Those are hard. You got to keep her, you got to keep her, you know, exercising, I guess. I guess that wow. chain reaches all the way over there. Yeah. I think you should, I would think she'd be able to wrap that chain around her. But maybe they got her on watch. I don't know. Maybe one of the, maybe one of the answers that sit there and watch her all Oh night. my gosh. Right. Yeah. Like the only way to make that worse. It's like a scene from Saw or something. Um, okay, so now June's going to eat. She's like, oh, 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 soup, you okay, said. Okay, I will have the soup. Yes. Soup sounds good. What do you have? I'll have the soup of the day. Uh, okay, now, this is where the fun time comes in. So they bring all the handmaids back in, right? Now, I thought, 
What was your initial impression? I thought that they were just going to make them watch her eat and then not let them eat. I thought that's like the level we were talking about. I thought that's where we were going with this. Nay. Yeah. It got worse. I was not expecting. I was not expecting chain you to the stove and turn burn your hand with the stove. I wonder how far they let that go. Like, are they going to have use of their hand? Well, you can still use your hand. It depends. Also, how long did they leave it there? I mean, it was there for a while, Ugh. right? I mean, I don't know how long it was really there, but ten seconds. It's long. It's all long enough. I don't remember. Do you see them taking it off? No. Yeah. So I mean, you we just don't hear know her, how long it went. You just hear screaming and soup eating. That's all you see is Ugh. screaming soup. I think you could still use your hand a, a little bit, right? I don't know. Are yeah. they just burning her skin? And they have proven that they will take things that you only need one of to survive. So I don't think they really care. Yeah. No big loss. Because you don't need your hands for that job. Oh. Right? Just an incubator. I mean, it's one less thing the wife has to hold on to. Oh, oh God! It's terrible. If you're thinking practically, moving I don't know. on. What else we got here? Oh, so we get our first flashback. Another flashback. June, uh, at work, at the publishing house. That looked like a terrible job. <laughs> Only because I've seen the other episodes, so I kind of know. That's a lot. That's a lot of uh, looking at other people's mistakes. It seems tedious. Is that what you but do? Is, is, that how, is that your life? It's it is a lot of reading. That. It's getting paid to read still. Yeah, but it's a like academic. What was it? it was like some like economy yeah, of reading France for editing, and the reading, reading for editing. It's and not the, the same like, as reading for fun. In the yeah. 18 somethings. I don't even know. Um, so there was a couple things. So they give this shot of the street that I thought was really interesting. Did anybody notice anything about the street? I had to pause this a couple times to make sure I was seeing what I was seeing because I think they did it on purpose because this is the kind of thing you do on purpose and hope people don't notice unless they're stupid nerds like me. Anybody? Anybody? No, I did not pause it. So on the street, there are four little girls on the street. They are dressed in the exact same red as the handmaids wear. All four of them in a group wearing like red, like longer, like nicer coats like you would wear. Okay. And then they're being led somewhere by some lady. And then just as that shot closes, a woman comes in from off screen who is wearing turquoise and blue, just like the wives wear in Gilead. As if they're foreshadowing and or putting a little nod to this is what's coming, at least in Hmm. colorful. Were they kid size? They were, were yeah, they were little. They were probably like in seven, eight, like elementary school kids. Right. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting because everybody else on the street is wearing like very brown or black or, you know, nothing mm-hmm. yes. bright, outstanding. And then there's these four Don't girls look at us. just in extras clothes. Right. And then there's these four girls just mm-hmm. wearing red, really nice coats. And then the woman comes in from off screen at the very end, just wearing turquoise dress Creepy. like the Creepy. rest of the wives. Yes, it's pretty cool. So it, 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 this is the part where we get the phone call from the school after she dared to send Hannah with a fever. Who hasn't done that? You? Anybody? Not sent their kid with a fever? I haven't sent them with a fever, but I've sent them when there may have not been as long of a time, space of time since he last had a fever. Mm. 24-hour fever free, right? Right. And vomit free? Vomit's a new one. So I did think we actually learned uh, Luke's last name, Bankhole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fun fact there. Yeah, and they fit it in there enough times that like to make it real clear that she did not change her name. Correct. She did not even hyphenate. Nope. Interesting. She just went straight keeping my name. 
Um, what else? Let's see. So well, they, let's be real. If you were if you were the side piece and then getting married to him, when you keep your the name side piece, she said she was her side chick, his side chick. Mm-hmm. They did it in hotel rooms did, and stuff. If that doesn't did, scream side chick, I don't know what does. Just yeah. did not expect for Gian to say side piece, but I respect it and I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, you know, she kind of questions it at first, and then she's like, "Oh, okay, I'm I'm coming then." And it was like, I just did that to my it. I just did that to my son's school nurse today. Not that I don't trust her. I totally trust her assessment. But she put Luca on the phone. I was like, okay, buddy, give it to me straight. <laughs> For real. How do you feel? <laughs> Mommy just... can't come pick you up right now. Oh, that's what is happening? She just didn't seem as worried about the fact that when, that her daughter had a low-grade fever and they just took her to the hospital. So, I don't know. I was like. Well, yeah. she did seem kind of surprised, but not like angry like I would be. <laughs> I was going to say. She, yeah, she didn't say. She was like, like what? Was totally uh, normal. Okay. But she well, was I think just she... like, okay, I'll go get him. I was like, uh. I think she was feeling more the guilt from the yeah. woman telling her that she shouldn't have brought her in the first place. Yeah, that's that's, some, right. that's some heavy guilt. Feeling really guilt. Not long enough to think about, oh, she's at the hospital, which everyone in the audience is like, why are we at the hospital? Mm-hmm. Which leads me to this next part. Why do we take blood for a fever? Now, the only thing I can think of is like maybe there's like some disease plague thing going on that we don't know about, but nobody's talked about that. I just thought it was weird that we're taking well, fever. They talked about her taking blood for a fever. I mean, aren't they supposed to like not really know like why uh, nobody's having babies and stuff? Like, I do think that's true. Do you think they would just be taking extra blood just to be like, is she like sick, sick? Are the kids dying? Uh, maybe, no? maybe. I don't know. That could be. Yeah. I mean, be. it seemed like the least weird thing that was happening in that situation. <laughs> so true. I didn't really question it. It's very At true. At one point, I thought, are they going to try to take Anna now? Like, I got worried, is this... But then I forgot that they went into right. the woods together. It. Yeah. Like, in the first season, they had her the whole time. So then I was like, oh, no, she gets to keep Hannah. But maybe they're going to try to take Hannah, but then mm-hmm. June is going to, like... For, like, neglect or something. Yeah. Right. And then yeah, June will, so will get a, get control of the situation and take Hannah and run off. And, right. You know, Because you got to think, Hannah's, like, six in this episode, it looks like. That can't be that long before they made a run for it. And that also means that... The no baby situation was real bad six years before this. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember? Because she had That's Hannah in the hospital born. and somebody tried to kidnap her and they were the she was the only baby born that survived that night. Oh, that's oh, true. That's right. No, wait. Some other ones survived, but they were not normal babies. Yeah, it was something was wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. So this has been, so going, this has on been going on a long time. That's a good oh. point. I didn't think about that. The tension. Maybe that's why she let the questioning go on as long as she did, because they were in kind of a different time with babies and children it's true it's just yeah. different it's very true she was still way more kind so then it's uh than there would have been mm-hmm. right well but she's not real sure what's going on and if there's other things in place that are kind of bizarro like signing for you know having to have your husband sign for your prescription yeah and other things that are in place maybe you're a little more hey all right i'm just gonna play this out so nothing strange yeah, happens she does clearly reach a point where she's like i'm just gonna play along because clearly if i don't you're not gonna let me have my right. daughter like she, you see that little tiny shift happen, right? Oh yeah, um, clearly see it. So there's a couple of things I found interesting about this uh, Spanish Inquisition out in the hall. Uh, one, I have to reference something back that we forgot to talk about, which is uh, when they're in the red center and Aunt Lydia brings her upstairs and they go to get the wet clothes off of her. They take her oh, into yeah. the room and they set her on the bed. You get the shot of uh, on the floor. There is the brothers of Jacob seal on the floor next to the bed. And so it's like this eagle with okay. like some things. Um, and then also something cool in that scene is when Aunt Lydia goes to the, the bell and rings the bell. 
Uh, oh yeah. And the like they slow play ringing. that they yeah. slow play that rope. Oh, I oh man. About yeah. That. Right. And it's like, what's going on with that? <laughs> yeah. No, it was more like, what's going on with Aunt Lydia? And Lydia that was like, was super Whoa. cool. Just overwhelmed that was some, like, and demented like demented ecstasy she right? was having. No. So I'm gonna tell you about this movie. So there's a movie that this reminded me of. I looked it up, and there's a very similar sort of scene um, of a nun ringing a bell, which I know sounds sort of random, but there's this movie called Black Narcissus, which is a movie from the, I'm going to say, 40s, 50s. It's in color. Whatever your color, it's fairly early on, and it's fantastic. It's about these nuns in Chile or something, and one of them goes crazy, and it is outstanding. Um, but there's this scene towards the end when the one nun goes crazy, and I won't spoil what happens, but the other nun is like trying to alert the rest of everybody, whoever will listen, that crazy nun's coming. And she's ringing this bell, and the way they shot it was very similar to the way they shot Hmm. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale shot with Aunt Lydia ringing the bell with like all this ferocity of like yeah. you know everything she had inside of her. During the scene, I don't. It didn't visually seem the same, and it, I guess it wasn't really the same. But I was really strongly reminded of in. Um, I don't think it was the original Da Vinci Code. I think it was one of the sequels uh, where there's that brother, I guess, who like. Plugs oh, himself with the. One. That's the first it's, one. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. The, uh, the... the guy who like he first he wears like the the yeah. crazy shirt belt it's around Paul his Bettany. leg. Paul Bettany is the guy. Yeah, that plays it. it really reminded me of that himself. character. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, he's know in the first why one. exactly. Because he's the one chasing him in the first one. Until okay. He, yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's the one trying to find him. So yeah. The, so the only reason I brought that up is because another thing. And I have, I wish I would have known about this. I wish I would have watched this when we had Ann Crabtree on here. And I will, if we see her again and I talk to her again, I will say, I know you did this on purpose. So the nurse out in the hall, and I only noticed this because I was like, oh, she's wearing that cardigan sweater. Mm-hmm. On the back of the cardigan sweater is the bird from the Sons of Jacob seal, like sewn into the cardigan sweater. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at that. And that's a very subtle thing like you wouldn't right. think of. But it, maybe it was like something you make it like. The sons of the brothers of Jacob, like, you know, clothing bee or something that we, you know, we all made these and we all have them like they're like a club. So I thought that was really interesting that that's where they did it. Cause it's just, it it's in the middle. Function. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like it's on the, like they sell them. Like, hey, you can get your, <laughs> your brothers of Jacob, your cardigan. Uh, yeah. Cause it's just like sewn into the back. It's not like it's a bunch of them. It's just literally like one in the middle of the back of the sweater. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's an interesting. interesting nod that probably wouldn't notice it unless you were thinking about it or notice the, brothers of jacob which they don't have that like visible like a ton for they that's don't true. really make a point of going this is our seal right. <laughs> you know that's so true. it's just a very subtle thing um so yeah then the spanish inquisition which we talked about um briefly when we did our talk about this before but one of those things again i have no frame of reference for because being the guy you never get questions like this mm-hmm. so right. i know Nobody both questions of... your desire to work and have a child right yes so how did you both <laughs> feel about this being mothers and having probably gone through similar things um for me there was just there was a line cuz you do get those questions all the time but you usually there's a place where it stops and then it didn't and then you're like okay so at first, I didn't question it. You know, everybody gets those questions. They're maybe not as direct. Mm, sorry. First question was, and she's your biological child. And that's when I would have punched somebody in the face. Maybe not in that situation. Really? But that's that terrible thing to ask. Okay. Well, situation. I mean, that happens to me all the time. I know. And I thought of you. Right? It happened to my mom, too. Right. I get it. But That's because I look like Hannah. My yeah. mom. Did not. You know, 
did not look. I mean, I looked just like my mom, mom. Just like all our coloring is different. Hmm. So people assume leads to weird things, like your friends hitting on your mom, thinking she's your friend. It's weird. Ah. Nope. Super weird. Okay. So anyway, back to the Spanish Inquisition. So yeah, I guess for me it wasn't surprising at first, but then when it took a turn, I thought, okay, this is different. But I've never had anybody ask if my children were my biological children. I can't believe Mm. that is. That is horrific. Oh, yeah. People think they can ask anything. I was surprised still at first, mainly because she, like, made a point to take her out into the hall and ask about those things. And, like, that seemed more formal, I guess. I don't know. I, like, it, it felt like our routine, and that's what made it feel weird to me. Not just that, like, she happened to be, like, a nosy conservative person saying, like, you know, trying to make a point, like, you should spend more time with your daughter. Why do you need to work? Mm-hmm. Your, like, hu- your like, husband works. We just establish that. Like, it's the new normal, basically. <clears throat> yeah, is. yeah. And, like, that's what felt weird about it to me. I mean, clearly the questioning went on too long. It went too far. Um, and the nurse's tone was mm. extra weird. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, people do talk condescendingly to mothers like that. Mm -hmm. Like now there was just, but the like, yeah, this is what we do when we have a child that came in with a fever from school. Like that's what happens now. That's the part that was really strange. And the fact that she kept calling her Mrs. Bankle. Oh God. Yeah. That really pissed me off. Even after after she said it like five times. I don't, I don't like it when people change my chosen last name. You could tell, you could tell at that point that it was her choosing to do that and not making a mistake. Clearly she knew. Um, So yes. And she did make a point of finally saying June Osborne. That's my name. Yeah. And so she did push back a little bit on that, but that was really the only moment where she was, you know, kind of pushing back on that whole line of questioning. So I think, yeah, again, so much nicer than I would have been. But I don't know in that situation, given all the other circumstances that right. we don't know about. All we know so far is you got to sign for your prescriptions and they take blood for the fever for some reason. So I think there's probably a number of other things that have occurred that would at least give, cause you to give pause in that situation well, and not automatically start throwing down like you would. I think it, you're underestimating my temper. <laughs> it, well, it Maybe felt I like, am. It felt like the nurse was in a position of power. Yes. More than we have now like Mm -hmm. you know if a nurse was like well you know today i'd be like no bye you know like that you don't but for some reason in that scene it felt like she had power like she could do something or i think the like taking her out of the room and like you know we need to go talk it was everything i think she said like i need to have you answer some questions or something like that like it seemed like routine that that's what made it extra well, her it, tone it was everything well, <clears throat> about that scene and so that's when that little shift happened where june was like okay Let's like see what's happening here. i will give you the answers and then i will get to keep my daughter and so for me i think i would have started to kind of fire up a little bit but if i sensed that she had more power in that situation than i did i think i would have reeled it back too because there are times when you're like okay whatever i'm gonna take my kid and i'm gonna go by now, you know, like it just felt very. And I think like that's something that mostly just women get. Like, I don't think and I'm assuming, but like, I don't think Justin has ever been in that situation. But I think like most women have been in a situation where like there is somebody that is like, you know, a big guy that is right. hitting on you sure. to an uncomfortable degree or like 
there's a group of people following you too closely when you're walking to your car or, you know, something like that, that I think like most women now do experience. And so you've had those situations before where you just have to like slowly, delicately extricate yourself for safety. Mm. But, yeah, like child or no child. Where it's yeah, like, okay. where you're just like, all right, uh, over here. I'm going to go to the bar Yeah, yeah. where no. I can tell the bartender I need help. Right. Yeah, no, I've not had one of those situations yeah. probably since high school. Like there was some issue with some dudes in high school that definitely made it known that they Gotta, were like, not play a big along fan a little of me bit. and that I needed to uh, make sure that I made it out of that situation. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, not since then, really. So, yeah, the, again, that's one of the number of things in this episode where I was like, yeah, I just, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I sympathize with it because I know it exists and I've heard it happen right. and I've heard people talk about it happen. I just, think you're more aware than most dudes, though. I don't, I don't think just a lot woke. of, I don't think a lot of Careful. guys. Careful. Enough. Enough. <laughs> we don't want to anger that one. <laughs> my wokeness will get questioned. Yeah, that's true. For that's true. sure. And that's does. fine. Question Fair my enough. wokeness so I can always get more woke. I'm always down for getting more woke. Sure. Um, so I thought that it was very interesting because it kind of went from being a we want to make sure your kid's okay to like almost like a DFS check. I was right? just going to say it felt like, like a, they were trying to get grounds. Yes. Yeah. To take her. <laughs> like the threshold had changed. <laughs> yep. Yes. To the to, of what is considered bad parenting and unfit parenting. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting. So now next scene on to the best gynecologist office ever. Oh, jeez. Oh, you know. Quality care. <laughs> Most awkward gyno visit. Oh, God. And I love Serena Joy's entrance, right? Yes. Put her behind the screen, and you're like, oh, there she is. And she comes in, and they are like having a face off, and it was pretty outstanding. It was pretty great. And she gave her her own line back. And she did. Hold on. I had to write down this word that Serena used. <clears throat> she used a word. I don't even know if I can pronounce it right. Uh, Recalcitrance, that's the one. That's what she said, because that's what she said. The first thing she says to her. Now, if you're going to open with a line to somebody, I would hope that you would, I guess, you know, June's a smart lady. She, you know, was a worker publishing house. But recalcitrance is a pretty strong word to come out with. That's your million dollar word. You're coming right out of the bat. She said, I will not have any more recalcitrance because she thinks they're going back home with her. And I was like, time out in the field. What in the hell is recalcitrance? Sarah, you're an English nope. teacher, and you d- see Tiana knows because it, somebody it, probably wrote it in one of those books she has upstairs. Specific to a time. Period? I looked it up. I don't think so. Definition of recalcitrance: uncooperative or with an attitude towards authority. That, yeah, I thought it was just giving an attitude. Yes. Interesting. Or like you know, given giving lip kind of. Yes. So she's not going to have any more of that. She says, and uh, June tells her, "Don't get upset." It isn't healthy for the baby. It's not good for the baby. (laughs) Yeah, the look on her face on delivering that line was pretty fantastic. But again, in my opinion, overplaying your hand. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. Not overplaying her uterus. Nope. I guess, but Mm. damn. She knows how badly Serena has wanted a child for so long. It's just too perfect. She had to do it. I guess. And this this is not long after Serena took her to see Hannah... That's this true. that was very recent. Yes, it very recent. So that's very it wouldn't fresh. Have to be recent. It's not something you forget. But true, it was recent. Oh, and it's so weird. Was it really creepy to you, Sarah, that Fred was on the doctor side of the curtain the whole time? I was like, well, hmm. well, he's already been on the extra. doctor side of the curtain quite yeah, a few times. Yeah, but it was like a. 
Yeah, but... I thought it was weirder that he was, like, hands on the monitor, like, looking at it like it was, like, like moving it all around and, like, four inches away from it. I was like, easy, Calm bro. down, Fred. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It wasn't the same doctor, so I wonder what happened to... Uh, yeah. The old doctor, because it's not that much time that. has passed since then. It's a new doctor. We didn't get to Maybe see. Maybe you get a new I doctor every new time. Doctor. I mean, what's the point? The point of keeping a woman with the same doctor is so you get to know them and get comfortable with them and uh, stuff they wouldn't like that. that. Like, why do they care? True. They would not want that. So the important thing that happens is at the end of this scene, when dude walks by after everybody leaves. Minority dude. Minority dude. Noticed. Yay. Yes, we did make a point of... Uh, yeah, this episode has more minorities in it than all of last season. <laughs> For sure. It well really done. does. In prominent places on the screen so that you knew they were there. Go Hulu. Uh, good for them. At least they visually working on it. have, you know, made sure that you know that they well, messed up. I mean, we're not that far in. Right. Fingers I, crossed, though. Hey. So, so Nick arranges her escape. He does. Just smartly done. What you think? Yeah. You think it's Nick. You hope it's Nick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at you this point, you don't know. Dude walks That's by true. and calls her June. But there's clearly like, a process, oh, I think, yeah. apparent right away, which I really like. It's like the worst game of Seek and Find ever, right? <laughs> it had to be, though. I know, I get I it. I mean, I feel like the little red squares were even like... A little too they, much? Yeah, yeah, like they... Yeah. I don't know if I was a doctor. If I was a doctor walking by in there, obviously I wouldn't be because I'm what a woman. Is... But if I was a wife walking through <laughs> those halls and needed to go through the staircase and I saw those little red squares, I would be like, what is this? And probably like pick it up and throw it Like, away. Jim, what is this red square? Well, especially I don't know. It would just seem so off because everything has been stripped. It's not right. like there's like signs everywhere. I was just going to say, if everything wasn't so Right. It's not like there's somebody doing work. Minimal. In yep. the stairwell. Right. So then it's like, <laughs> it's the worst game of Seek and Find ever, followed by the longest walk of all time. I don't know. Oh in that situation, it's probably the Good. best game of well, Seek and Find ever. You're I mean, getting the hell out of there. Given the situation, yes. But you're just like. Such a long walk. Huh, it was. You're it just was. like frantically looking <laughs> and for the. And eventually she's like, fuck it, I'm going to run. Right. <laughs> just looking for the red square going, damn it, where the fuck's the red square? <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> and we get a flashlight and we run. And run and run. And that's the scene that we actually, the first scene of season two that we ever saw was that first shot when they did their first teaser yeah. was the her the wandering running. through the dark oh, with the flashlight. Yeah. And we were all like, what is that? You don't even know who it is in that no, teaser. You, you just don't. know it's handmade because of the yep. costume. And so then she ends up fittingly on a meat truck. Yeah. I did. I did initially think, references. oh, another truck. Mm. I know. And a cold oh. meat, refrigerated meat truck, too. Yeah. This gets us to... Da, 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 da. Nick. Here he comes. Not so worthless. Yeah, yeah so far, hero, not Nick. so worthless. Earning, earning his He's, you know, spot in the titles. He is. He finally got it together. <laughs> and uh, basically, he just tells her, we're going to go soon. I don't know when soon is, but burn your clothes. Well, she didn't even, he didn't tell her. To, the burning is no, clearly he hers. He said, you just need to change. Her. And, and she's like, hair. time to burn this stuff. Yeah, and she oh, has to yeah. remove her uh, cuts tag. her hair, oh cuts her ear. That, that shot is really well done because there's not a lot of. Uh, I want to know how they shot that because there's not a lot of uh, takes. I don't know how you do that. It's got obviously she clearly did not cut her ear with scissors, but it really, really looks like she cut her ear with it scissors. Really does look good. Like there's not much in between there, and like mm -hmm. you know. But I was like, Wah. there's a lot of blood. Yeah, very that's why that's another shot. That's one of the other shots that we saw in the yeah, teaser was, trailers and yeah. the images. Yeah, bleed a lot. 
That was well, especially that. I ear I would be I was shocked cartilage. that she didn't par- uh, pass out. Like I was thinking that too. Head wounds bleed a lot, and then you faint. Like that's well, generally how that works. Especially because it's cartilage. That's what it's oh, all blood God, right yeah. there. Ugh. Cartilage is so painful. So she does Ugh. remove that and chucks that into the fire as well. Now, see, I thought that that was going to be like for a minute. It looked like she was going to stop in the middle too. Like it was getting to be too much. Well, I would be. Oh, I don't think <laughs> I would have made I'd it. Be like, nope. Blah. Yeah, I don't think I would have made it. Yeah, no, I I thought she was just going to like chuck it somewhere and that was going to lead us on the trail to find her. Like she was going to chuck it over into the corner and then they were going to be like searching random buildings and be like, hey, we found this. Maybe she was here. But they didn't do that. She threw it in the fire, burned it with everything else. It's metal though. It is. And that still may come back to haunt her, but we don't know. Yeah. It was a cool scene though. Gave a good closure. It was a strong way to end a strong episode. Yeah, it was. No other word from Nick though. Nick just says change your clothes and then he's done. Yeah. He disappears now. into the in the warehouse somewhere. Well, he he knows she needs to. <laughs> she needs a moment. <laughs> she yeah, as she should. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. You need a little release. Yeah. A long there time. There was you know it's not just him that was like only seen for a moment. There was just hardly any male screen time in this episode. That is very true, and I didn't think about that. Like mm. all of the men have like one line and they're mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And it's mainly June, though. The person, the guy that drives the truck probably has the most screen time of all the dudes. <laughs> yeah, you are right. You are very right. Uh, she just closes it with saying my name. And now this was different. We got an early screener of this and they changed this last line. Oh, for the, I feel like the first area. time we heard it, it was just uh, my name is June Osborne and I'm free. But now it is this whole thing of my name is June Osborne, 34 years old. I'm 5'3 and in bare feet. I am five months pregnant and I am free. Like this whole thing. Like before I thought it was just. I can't remember now. I want to say it was just my name is June Osborne. I can't. And I'm free. I thought that was it. Uh, And then they close it with this uh, song going back where I belong by uh, Sugar Pie DeSanto. So that was the other song. The song at the end. The uh, going back to where I belong by Sugar Pie DeSanto, which is a great name. (laughs) That's a person's name. It's not a they. It's a she. Sugar Pie. Santo. So that's it. That wraps it up. That's season, that's uh episode one, season two. Very great, I thought. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it was so good. Solid. Again, I thought it was gonna come out and get a little too uh a little too dark, kinda crossed the line, but I thought it towed the line and was like <laughs> and then walked back. Coming out with Fenway Park, I was like, Oh, we're going big. I really hope that they reel it in a little bit. And they did. I mean, if you can call burning handmaid's hands on the stove. Reeling it in, but uh, no, I thought it was great. I thought there was a lot of things. I, I, the, the whole cattle references that are throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing, I thought were very interesting and very appropriate, obviously, for the situation. Yeah, and those were cows on the meat truck, right? Uh, they were pigs were on they? the one side. Like I couldn't tell oh, what the other I ones were. I thought they were too big to be pigs, but maybe not. No, the one side is cow, pigs. The other side might be cows. I don't know. I don't know if they ship those two things together at the same time or not. Probably. Big hunks of meat, that's all I know. So we were very pleased. Yes, all around. Oh, yeah, for sure. Excellent. All right. Well, that's it. First episode. One down. We're going to have the next one right after this because they're coming out. Are they? Yeah, first two. Cool. All right. We'll see you in just a minute. Bye. Thanks for joining us, everyone. You can also check out our radio station at Handmaid's Resistance Radio. That is on Slacker Radio or for free on the Slacker app. 